0: So imagine yourself standing outside the airport in Palermo, Italy in 48 degrees Celsius, which is 118 Fahrenheit, only to discover all of the flights are canceled due to the wildfires that are encroaching the airport at a very fast clip. It is complete and utter mayhem outside the airport because everyone is trying to get a taxi to ride away from the fires. Do you stay or do you go? This is exactly what happened to our friends just 10 days ago. Welcome to Kimberly's Italy. My name is Kimberly Holcomb and I'm here with Tommaso Il
1: Famoso. (laughs) I was going to play. I should put some music in there. Do I stay or do I go? Should
0: I go or should I I stay or should (laughs) I go now by The Clash? Wouldn't that be good?
1: Yes. That's it. Yeah, we we can't license that though. No.
0: (laughs) Anyway, our podcast here is about our love of all things Italian, but sometimes we have to share the not so pretty truth about actually getting to Bell Italia. We were thinking about recording a future episode with our suggestions of how to be prepared in case your flight is canceled. Because as you all know, That's happening more frequently and we will add these suggestions at the end, but we have some pretty good stories in the interim. We decided to launch this episode this week instead because we had three conversations and I'm not exaggerating, three conversations in 24 hours this past week with friends and clients who told us about the complete shit show. (laughs) They had to deal with, with flights and pardon my language, but there is no better phrase there to no, summarize no, there isn't, no. these scenarios. And actually, maybe we should just say it in Italian. It would sound a little nicer. Mostra di merda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, I've never really heard my Italian friends say that. It's not as popular as it is here in English. So we can maybe start that up. All right. And before we get back into this story... We came up with a
1: nickname for all this, Flightmare. Flightmare. (laughs) Isn't that good? (laughs) Flightmare. You know, we went to this beautiful cocktail party and we saw our friends and we said, Hey, how was your trip? I wish I never asked the question. (laughs) Well, here's the story. Okay.
0: So back to Palermo. Our friends, Dave and Nicole, are from New York City and they planned a vacation with her sister and brother-in-law to the islands of Malta and Sicily. Sounds like a completely idyllic vacation, right? Island vacation Mm -hmm. to Malta and Sicily. Well, let's carry on. (laughs) So Nicole booked all of their flights directly through Delta, which I think is wise because that eliminates third-party booking sites to deal with if anything went wrong. If it all hits the fan. And it did on the very first leg of their trip. Okay. I'll try to summarize this quickly. They flew from JFK to Paris and then were supposed to change planes and get a flight to Malta. And this is where the flight mare started. Delta was late with that flight from JFK to Paris. So they missed the connecting flight to Malta. Delta took absolutely no blame for this and said, oh, I'm sorry. That is one of our partner airlines but yet Delta was late. It was their fault. Duh. Everything about it was frustrating. However, it was day one. So Dave and Nicole decided to make the most of it and they booked a hotel close to the airport in Paris and they went into the city. Dave had actually never been to Paris. So they had a really good time, fun time, blah, blah, blah. They get back and had the flight to Malta the next morning. And I'm There's so many details that I can't really remember if this plane, you know, like
1: made it or not. Eventually they did. When I was looking at her telling me this, I was I was trying to absorb it all. And I'm like it was almost a, a comedy show.
0: It was so bad. Or it was almost like a comedian's repertoire, right? So they had six nice days on the island and then the plan was for the second part of that island vacation to fly to Sicily. And that would be from the airport in Malta. They get to the airport to fly to Catania, which is the airport and the city on the east coast of Sicily. And guess what? Flight mirror. (laughs) The Malta Air flight canceled. So they're standing there thinking, okay, this is bad luck again. Whatever, let's figure it out. And they're in this teeny little airport in Malta trying to come up with an option. The flights were unavailable in the end they finally booked a ferry was a it ferry. luxurious well no it wasn't okay but they they finally got there but the thing that got me was nicole said just the hassle of standing in the airport trying to figure out an alternative on my phone no one helps you they cancel flights you're on your own and there she is responsible for her husband And her sister and brother-in-law, because she's the one that planned this flight.
1: They take the ferry. What? There's a lot of times where there's websites for the airlines aren't built for this type of capacity when they're being hit hard, like all this stuff. And even the people at a lot of these airports who work there, another article I read about (laughs) Flightmare, they don't have any access to it either. No one's got access to it. Yeah,
0: She said that no one helped basically throughout this whole trip.
1: And I'm going to tie something else in, but I'll wait till you get to the next flight, Mayor. Go ahead. Okay.
0: Go, girl. They took the ferry. They finally got to the east coast of Sicily. They got to their hotel outside of Taormina, and they were totally beat up, but they made the most of it. So they had five days there. They loved it, had a nice time. And then the plan was, it was the end of the second island vacation, plan was to fly out of that Catania airport that they were supposed to have flown into from Malta, correct? So they were gathering, packing up their luggage to get to the Catania airport to fly out of Italy to probably back to Paris and back home to New York. But naturally, they got an email while they were packing stating their flight from Catania was canceled. (laughs) (laughs) With yet another quote-unquote partner airline that Delta booked. So... There they are in Taormina on their phone yet again. And they had to come up with plan B. Yet every other person that was in Catania where the flights were canceled also had to do the same thing. So in the end, yet again, on her phone in the hotel room, Nicole booked them all a flight out of Palermo to get out of Sicily. And the flight from Palermo was going to Rome. And then they knew that Rome to New York is an everyday flight all the time. So that was the plan. However, they had to get to Palermo and then they had to find a hotel. So everyone is scrambling. Everyone's trying to do the same thing. They asked someone in the hotel, do you know of a private driver? That woman came through. So before they left, before the private driver got there, Nicole gets back on her phone and since she knows nothing about Palermo, she just went on to Travelocity and she plugged in today, that day's date for a hotel, two rooms next to the airport, everything booked, nothing available. And that's when the nightmare turned in, the flight. Nightmare turned into like a complete meltdown. Everyone is sad and frustrated and mad. And Nicole was so upset that she thought, I'm just going to call one of these hotels. I can't believe it. So she literally got out her phone, called one of the hotels that Travelocity said was completely booked. The receptionist answered the phone. She's like, buongiorno. And Nicole's like, do you by any chance have two rooms? And she's like, si sì certo, abbiamo tanti. Yes, we have so many. And with that right there, Nicole was like, Travelocity was wrong. The airlines cancel. No one helps you. You're on your own and you can't even rely on one of the first travel websites to say whether there was a hotel available or not.
1: So let me swing back to an article that when you told me about this, what we're going to talk about, But I actually knew what we we're going to talk about after the cocktail party because we, <laughs> we actually walked home with our heads spinning. But um, an article on July 19th, the New York Times by Jessica Gross said, the summer has been a travel nightmare. Technology isn't helping. And one of the things that she talks about in this article relates directly to what Nicole experienced at Palermo Airport. Because what happens is, the you got all the glitchy software and everything else, but many hotels so, sell some of their rooms to online travel agencies, OTAs, like Travelocity, OTA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, when they get on there, They've sold out all of their block of rooms and they're trying to get you instead of to go to another hotel, they have a, a room. So they're not looking out for you. No. They're not exactly. ti- they're not tied directly into the reservation system of that. They're looking out for themselves and trying to get you somewhere else where they have quote unquote inventory. Right. At a higher price.
0: Who knows? Well, anyway, they the four of them finally got in this private car which costs about 100 euro each which personally is not that well it's an additional expense which is super annoying but 100 dollars 100 euro each to drive from the east coast to the west coast and then that man had to drive back that was a pretty good deal however nicole said we just sat in the car just like beat up annoyed dumbfounded at everything that went wrong and she summarized it by saying you know vacation is supposed to be fun and a break from work, but due to all these airlines' sketchy tactics, no help. Their vacation turned into just a big, frustrating bust.
1: Uh, what did you call it before?
0: Mostra di merda. Yeah,
1: shit show. Yeah. Um, but but also, let's say that the number that we read the other day about the amount of travelers going to Italy this summer. What was that number you quoted? 70? Seventy. Seventy. 1 million.
0: Yes. It was 56 million travelers in 2022. And they're estimating 71 71 million million. by the end of this year. I mean, it's, it's it's a mob scene. And now that you bring that up when at this cocktail party, Dave said to me, knowing that this is my business. And he said, yeah, I'm sorry, Kim, but I will never go back. I just, they, those people were rude. No one was nice. And, And I looked at him. I was like, Dave, Sicily was on fire and everyone was in your boat. You were all probably super frustrated. Everyone's looking for help. And the nice Italians were at their limit, right? So I feel so bad in so many ways about all of this. However, they finally, finally got to the hotel outside of the airport in Palermo. And Nicole said, (laughs) this was the other part, Sometimes we laughed and sometimes we wanted to cry for them. But she said, so we finally get to the hotel, drive up with flames everywhere. You could see the fires on the outskirts. And we thought it'll be okay. They're somehow containing it. It will never get to the airport. And this is the night before their flight. And they took this hotel that she had called, found a room. And she's like, let's go outside, have dinner. And they sat down, all four of them, they ordered two bottles of wine. <laughs> they opened them, they're like, chug. And Nicole ordered some beautiful salad with mozzarella, tomato, etc. She said, I take my first bite and just about to go in my mouth. And I thought, what is that? What is that flying onto my salad and onto Dave's pasta and onto everyone's food? It was ashes from the fire. And then all of a sudden they were like slammed back into the reality of their flight mare most of the vacation they're eating ashes (laughs) and it was so sad so in the end they got on the flight somehow they were about the last flight to get out of palermo they got to rome and you thought they thought okay we're done fine there are so many direct rome to new york rome to jfk flights not a one available (laughs) not a one she's like at this point we're just like just get me get me back across the Atlantic they were in that airport all day trying to deal with it so they had to take yet another hotel outside of the airport in Rome and they didn't even go into the city Dave's like I don't care I don't want to see anything (laughs) they ate at some they found a nice restaurant There was a good vibe amongst all the other travelers from around the world stuck in these hotels and they actually had a good time. But still, anything would be a good time considering staying in the airport. I'd
1: rather not have that vibe.
0: Exactly. So in the end, it took them a day and a half to get back to New York via Atlanta and everywhere else. And it just saddened me to hear their whole story and know that, as I just mentioned, Dave's opinion was I never need to go back.
1: Yeah, and that that's is that's, that's the sad, sad part.
0: So we will slowly convince the, Dave or we'll take him with us the, on a small group group tour. But I will say it made for, you know, like a kind of funny story at a cocktail party. Or-
1: Dave wasn't very, Dave was. Yeah, he wasn't funny. Dave Dave wasn't really laughing too much. Nicole was was laughing about it. The only thing that could have been worse if there was no flight to New York and they had to drive a rental car. (laughs) (laughs) To where? France? No, no. Atlanta (gasps) to New York. Oh, oh. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Okay, that didn't happen. All right. So that was that one story. But we heard that like on the Friday night. Friday morning before this cocktail party where we heard this flightmare story of David Nichols, my client, Keith, called me because he's taking another trip in a couple of months down to the Amalfi Coast. This was the same client.
1: that just met up yes. with other clients yes. in yeah. in, uh, the Dolomites. in the Dolomites. Yes.
0: So Keith called me Friday morning and we had this conversation about his upcoming trip, but he also wanted to fill me in on his trip to Lago di Como and the Dolomites. And- He said, it was amazing. Everything was perfect until the day I flew out. I was like, what happened? So here's his story really quickly. He drove from Lago di Garda. He was in the Dolomites, went down to Lago di Garda, Lake Garda, stayed one night and got up early to drive to Milan's Malpensa Airport early enough to drop off his rental car and have time, check in, catch his flight to Chicago. So he did all that. He was standing in line. And there were all these people in front of him and behind him, and all of a sudden he heard all this swearing, mostly in English, some in Italian. And everyone's like, what's up? The flight's been canceled. So he looks at his phone, he had his United app open that had his boarding pass and everything. His United airline app said right then and there, flight's on time. And then he looks up at the the digital screen, flight's on time. Yet these other people on the same United Airline app heard that the flight was canceled.
1: Again, that goes back to the technology is not ready for this. It should be, it really should be. There should be no reason for this. And no one's being held accountable. Right. So in the
0: end, that United Airline flight from Milan to Chicago was indeed canceled. So with that, everyone descended on that United agent's gate agent and those United Airline employees told every single person and then they just started yelling it just get online to find another flight they had no information whatsoever to give them no help at all they just screamed out get online to get a flight and what if someone doesn't have a smartphone what if you're you know quite old and you don't well you can't figure it out
1: like 25 percent of people over 65 don't have a A smartphone.
0: Okay, so there you have it. That was the only thing United Airlines employees in Italy suggested to this huge group of people flying to Chicago.
1: I imagine how that went over.
0: So Keith (laughs) just went from gate to gate and bought a standby ticket that you would only be charged for if you got on the flight. So in the end, this is his return home from Milan Malpensa Airport to Rome. He got a standby flight. He paid for another standby flight from Rome to Detroit. Then he find Detroit is in the middle of the country in the state of Michigan. From Detroit, he gets another flight to this to the city of Milwaukee, which is in Wisconsin. And then from there, and that can't be a long flight. It has to be like
1: forty minutes. from From the from the Grand Tour of the Dolomites right. to the Grand Tour of the Midwest, right?
0: And from there, check this out. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, he then rented a car to drive to the Chicago airport, return the rental car, and then went into the long-term parking to pick up his car so that he could drive home. So all of these flights and the car rental cost him $1,900 additional in 24 hours. And he told me he's going to try his best to get his refund for the canceled flight from United, from the Malpensa. Milan Airport to Chicago leg, but he is also submitting every single receipt for the standby flights, for the rental car, for everything. Will he get it? Who knows? Nicole said the same thing. She said, I know I have months ahead of me trying to get reimbursed or refunded, and we'll see what happens. All right. So finally, those two sad stories. Finally, this one is about a flight before. You even went to Italy. So our friend from Boston called me the next morning after the cocktail party. So Friday morning, he's telling me his story of the Milan to America flight. Then that night, Dave and Nicole tell us their flight. The next morning, Tom and I are having a cappuccino in the morning on our screened-in porch and our friend from Boston called and she said, would you mind looking at these emails I'm going to send you? So she booked two legs of a flight individually. Why, I don't know, but that was just her choice. The first flight was from Boston with a stop in Copenhagen and then on to Florence. And she booked it with a company I've never heard of called Ujo, O-O-J-O.com. The next day, she booked the return from Venice to Boston via Dublin on Aer Lingus. And this company I had definitely never heard of either. The name is Cheap Flights Fares. Like that's the worst name possible, cheap flights, fares. Anyway, apparently both of these online platforms offer real-time quotes and price drop alerts backed up
1: by AI technology. I looked at one of those. It's owned by a company called Traveltech. And all of these different sites or just front ends exactly. owned by pretty much the same companies right? and they just give a different branding on them.
0: Right. To make it look new and interesting, better website design, colorful, trying to attract a new younger group or something. And they attracted our friend, but just because they're working from AI technology doesn't mean that these third party sites have the correct information from this real-time pricing that gets through to you, the consumer. So this is when she called and said, okay, I've gotten all these emails from cheap flights, fares saying that I have to confirm that I purchased this flight through another link. So they send the email with the link. Then I have to reconfirm, blah, blah, blah. She got so nervous because she had purchased these tickets with her credit card and it took eight hours for her to finally get the confirmation that her flight is supposedly legit. But for eight hours, she panicked thinking, I potentially, like a dope, entered my credit card into a company, like, is this a scam? And that is exactly what she called it. Well,
1: AI was out to a very long lunch that day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So in the end, what can we all learn from these three
1: travel stories? A lot. Well, also go back to what she got in the mail that you sent me, the email that you sent me. Oh, right. I forgot to mention. So She purchased- Travel insurance. Through each of those companies for the legs of that flight. And so Kim sends me a Slack message. Hey, will you take a look at this for our friend? I look at the first one and it's, our partners may, our partners may. It doesn't define who the partners are. It's, you know, it would- the Quote first, unquote, may be covered. May be covered. The first one was pretty- concise. I mean, it was, it was readable. The second one was a 21 page PDF. A repetitive, vague. Vague. I mean, it it, it was the lawyer who wrote it retired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I forgot to add that part, but what can we learn from all of this? Quite a bit. Tommaso and I want to suggest the following policies that all of us should put in place every time we fly. One, we suggest booking flights directly through the airline because as I mentioned, it's one less party to deal with. And I know you're thinking, well, wait, Dave and Nicole booked directly through Delta, but they used partner airlines for the internal flights.
1: Well, you're going to get that with every airline. Exactly. But, the, but the fact is, you're reducing your risk. Exactly. By going to that airline. And you might pay a little bit more, who knows? But the fact is, there's no big discounts on airlines today. Although-
0: It looks, it appears online like it is. That's why everyone's doing it. But then you get down to the nitty gritty of paying to choose your seat, paying for your luggage. So it does, it in the up. end- come out to be about the same as if you had booked directly. Yes. And just as a quick example, when our flights to Copenhagen were canceled at Christmas time, we got an email that morning, 6 a.m., saying they were canceled and they offered immediately a full refund. If we clicked here, you'd get the refund on your credit card within 24 hours. And we did that and we received the refund because we booked directly with that airline. So there was less hassle involved as if we had booked through Ojo or whatever the other
1: flights are. All right. Our other suggestion, number two. Well, if, can I throw one more thing in? Sure. We changed our flights to go to Italy in October.
0: Oh, we did this just the other day. Just
1: the other day. Yeah. And we you, we booked directly with the airline. And oddly enough, way back when, post 9-11, our uh, Swiss Air went out of business. We were going to Tuscany for a wedding. Swiss Air went out of business. We lost all of our money. And today I still get a package of German. In German. In German from as from a law firm based in Zurich. Yeah. That's telling me that we're going to get all of 0. 0.0006 Swiss francs back. Yep. When? The
0: flight was supposed to leave like the 18th of September in 2011, in 2001. We were going to our friend's wedding and literally here we are 22 years later. Still getting mail. Yeah. But
1: when we get on Swiss, which is the revamped version Swiss Air, we actually had a nice thing happen.
0: They let us change
1: at they no expense. It. I
0: actually looked at my credit card bill today 80, and you, I got a 40, per, a 40 cent refund <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> for each of us. Whoa. 80 cents. 80 cents. Anyway. Oh. All right. So that is our opinion of why things might be easier if you book directly. You just have
1: to, You the more people that are in the transaction process, the more risk there is that it'll be an absolute flight Most mare to, yes, okay. to change
0: it. All right, let me go on to the next suggestion. If you have a flight with a stopover or change, just like Dave and Nicole, had they known what they know now, they might have, as we're about to suggest, check out hotels around the airport in Paris or Sydney or wherever London, you are. wherever you're going, if you have a changeover, if your flight's delayed or if the continuing flight
1: gets canceled.
0: See what hotels are there, make a note of it, keep
1: it on your phone. Get some bookmarks, have a plan exactly. in place. for So you're not one of the people sitting there surfing, you're actually taking action to something that you've pre-emptive. already preemptive action and, you know, have a plan in place. I was in the enterprise resiliency world. You have a plan in place. And today's with today's travel environment, you've with got to have a plan. today's flight yeah. Exactly. All right. And then prior to your
0: flight, I find this very important. Read the fine details in the e-tickets, scroll down and through all the detail until you see the title passenger rights.
1: You have none. More li- <laughs> <laughs> that is almost it's true. pretty true.
0: So air passenger rights. The Swiss air flight that Tommaso just mentioned that we're taking in October states, quote, If you are denied boarding or if your flight is canceled or delayed for at least two hours, ask at the check in counter or boarding gate for the text stating your rights particularly with regard to compensation and assistance. Okay, so that's great. Why they state that in the air passenger rights on your e-ticket instead of just stating the full facts right then and there on your e-ticket? Because it's
1: as long as the Bible.
0: Exactly, it's probably another 21 pages, but that is good to know. And that is what my friend Keith, my client Keith did not do because everyone descended on that poor United Airline gate Keeper, right. and he just started looking for standby flights. Maybe his United Airline flight had that same policy. Ask for the text. Again, you have to have a smartphone and you receive the text and that proves you were there and the flight was canceled. And then you may know what kind of compensation you might get,
1: all and, right? And take any screenshots, learn how to take a screenshot on your phone. Exactly, And if something if the person behind you is saying it's canceled and you're showing the flight's going, exactly. you'll have a screenshot. Right, uh, oh,
0: it's all so complicated and annoying. All right, finally, travel insurance policies. Compare travel insurance policies. That, we know this from experience. They do not cover the cost of a canceled flight unless it was caused by any kind of organized union strike. That can mean an, a pilot strike or ground crew strike, any kind of union worker in the airline industry or a force majeure like tornadoes, an act of God, they call it in some policies, tornadoes, hurricanes, etc. However, these policies do cover additional expenses due to those canceled flights like hotels, transportation, the meals you had to eat, just every single thing that Dave and Nicole incurred during those five flightmare situations. And they also, these travel insurance policies also cover if your luggage is lost, you will be reimbursed up to like $500 to go buy some clothes on the spot. So that's key. And most importantly, medical care if you need it. And believe me, I have a lot of friends that This came into play. Okay, Forbes has an excellent side-by-side comparison online. So just Google Forbes travel insurance policies and you can read the specific details of exactly what's covered. It is really thorough and a huge wealth of information. Tommaso and I use this every time we travel. And it's the most important aspect of traveling these days, but... Just like buying your flights, buying purchasing hotels, looking online, just be smart about it and read the fine details.
1: Alora, Alora, you know, well, after this on. episode, I need a cocktail. <laughs> I'm so stressed out from just just seeing seeing our friends tell us these stories. It's like really, it was sad. However. We promise, I swear, we
0: promise that our next episode will be, be more about uplifting. a happy, sunny village somewhere in Italy filled with like flowers and mozzarella cheese and up roll spritz. And, uh, you know, we'll even throw in some Italian puppies. And if <laughs> Italian puppies. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Sorry if we went a little long, but we hope you can take away a lot of good tips from this episode.
1: Okay. Have a plan in place. That's the bottom line. Va
0: bene. Grazie mille. Ci sentiamo. Ciao ciao. Ciao ciao tutti.